Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to anyone listening. I wanted to record this audio because of the day that today is, and that's September 11th. Uh, 2019 um, fakery day I, I wonder if there's something like that online um, but yeah I guess because of the date that it is it uh, kind of made me think a lot I, I was listening to a couple podcasts and it it's one of those things sorry I had to get a drink of water um, yeah, it's one of those things that it, a lot of people around you are doing and they don't question it. That There's this, this ritual, this uh, thing that we all participate in on, on this day on September 11th, where we all get reminded of something terrible. And it's, it's like what is it? It, it i know that he's not the he's just the puppet but you know how they say that that bush bush got his pearl harbor um i mean it, it's true in so many ways i i know that 911 is a lot closer than than any uh, i mean it, it's within our generation but how crazy that it's something that even today you're still reminded of it you're still um the trauma still there the programming and so then yeah i i was listening to some what's his name freeway ricky ross and how okay actually here <laughs> This, this one's going to be a little off and it's going to sound a little dark. So if you don't want to hear somewhat nihilistic ideas and, and just doom and gloom stuff, uh, which, which I'm trying not to, but it, I, I think the conversation might go that direction. Um, well, anyway, so here here's where I noticed it first. There's actual stories of uh, encounters with men in black mibs there's cases uh, if you listen to podcasts that cover the supernatural like uh, mysterious universe they talk about accounts I, I don't know if it's a u.s thing or if it's around the world but there's um men in black there's these these beings that after there's a ufo or some sort of lights or something that the person shouldn't have seen they're um they're visited by these people that appear to be not human, that there's always something that's really off about them. They don't drink anything. They don't eat anything. And it's almost like they uh, weaken and that they're trying to fit in and they're, they're not able to. Um, it's all, uh, it's all hearsay, of course, but, um, 
why am I talking about this? Well, the the whole thing is that when the movies, the Will Smith movie and Tommy Lee Jones, the Men in Black came out, from that point forward, you Google these two, you Google Men in Black, MIB, uh, and it seems like the blockbuster movie actually is so much more prevalent in the searches than anything else. So it's interesting that, okay, back to Freeway Ricky Ross, he was the true guy. You know, the guy that's in the song, that's not the real guy. And that that's my point, that I, I kind of got into a spiral just thinking that, how crazy the 9-11 programming is allowed to keep getting pushed on us over and over yet they can like they can guide that that thought the way that they want and not only that but you know how there's okay i i would assume that if you're listening to this you're probably uh understanding of media fakery and all that stuff so i don't need to explain myself but 9-11 if nobody died on 9-11, if it was a complete fabrication, which is uh, the the whole idea of the media fakery angle, um, it doesn't matter. They didn't have to kill 3,000 people to get, get the power that they got from this. And not only that, but they can add to the story afterwards. All they have to say before they get all the good writers into a room and figure out what these stories were like and not only that but gather a bunch of military people or just people that are going to say um, I was in the mission the mission that turned into the Black Hawk Down I, I don't know if how many of the events are uh, real or not but my point is that a lot of this stuff is allowed to still exist today. And it's so fascinating because the people are already programmed. And you hear like David Icke and what, what's his name? Michael Sarion? Um, anyway, but the, you hear these, these uh, Alan Watts, you hear them talk about the people being enslaved and being lied to and, and all of this. And you can show people like like a little tiny corner or a couple bricks of the pyramid but you can't get them to understand that that's part of the big structure um because you lose them somewhere there there's so much divide in our society that if you're listening to this right now if you're not alone you whoever's next to you it doesn't even matter if it's your parents or your sibling. There's so many things where you two can be divided. Like one of you might like PC more than Mac. The other one likes Nintendo more than um, Sony. Um, just any type of divide. And, and that's what they use. That's what they use against us. Rather than us being proud to be different it's it's this 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 programming this evil programming that just i don't know like it, it's absorbed by everyone and 
again, you can get people to see a little piece of it. And look how brilliant it is. Like the Freeway Ricky Ross thing. Now, he's been on Rogan. Uh, I, I believe uh, Ricky Ross. I, I believe that he is the the dealer and he was essentially selling drugs. Uh, I don't know if it's for the CIA. If you look into his, his whole thing, listen to a podcast with him on it. It's so fascinating. And it's no doubt, like a lot of the stuff that he covers is already known uh, about the uh, heroin. No, not heroin. Heroin was was for um, for the hippies. It was um, crack cocaine. The whole, uh, what is the movie? Uh, Zootopia. The whole story of Zootopia is the, the crack epidemic that was created in the ghettos. Um, basically a, a chemical attack towards black people in the impoverished areas. Uh, and all that stuff is well known and, and Rick Ross is explaining this. Yet, if you, I don't know, you, you're trying to find one of the two and you type in just Ricky Ross, R Freeway Ricky Ross, like he has a whole story on why his name is Freeway Ricky Ross. Well, anyway, so the singer's going to pop up. And just like what I said earlier about the Men in Black, you type in Men in Black and you're not going to find those stories of whatever the supernatural experience people are having. You're not going to get any of those. You're going to get brand new men in black new cast uh how the movie did and everything related to the media so it's a, it's so brilliant that that that's just the cover that they use over it um and i don't know 911 being that's the thing too the idea is that 9 um is where man is 10 is where god is so the idea of 9-11 occultically implies that you're jumping um, works of God or, or some sort of stupid idea that they have with that. So 9-11, it's jumping 10. Um, but now that that's programmed, you listening to this audio, if this audio exists, I don't know, 50 years from now, you're still going to feel something when you see the date 9-11. It doesn't matter how long it, it's going to go for. It's still going to be in, in, ingrained in humanity. Because even if you... I don't know. I feel like there's, all, there's this effect. Even if you know that nobody died. Even if you can't find the, the victims. You can't find proof. Like I, I came across that elevator guy. Uh, uh, Charles M... Was it Charles M. Costello? If you look at the old audios. But um, you think I'm going to go around the elevator trade asking everybody, hey, any of you guys know Chuck? Do you guys know Chuck? I couldn't prove that that guy exists. I couldn't find any. Um, this is weird because... I, I don't think that there's this, I don't know, unless people are assigned, I, is somebody assigned to me to listen to me and to check what I say? Um, geez, it, it, everything connects, it, like the video game consoles recording. 
it's so crazy to me. Like, I feel so old that with all the new consoles, when you turn it on, you have to choose who's using the system. Like, there's users, and uh, you can't play a game on any of the new consoles without choosing one or signing in as a guest. Um, and then there, there was a... Uh, it might have been somebody on um, Bulletproof Radio. Well, anyway, they were checking uh, frequencies going through, uh, uh, I mean, coming out of emanating from devices. And because uh, they're they're not healthy for you, like this whole 5G thing that's that's going to happen. Google that. There's some some off the top of my head. I thought it was was it three million or one million. There's a certain frequency where they've proven those waves can uh, cause harm to cells. And they're saying 5G is not dangerous because you're not – it's higher than what we have now. And not only that, there's going to be towers all around. Um, and just like with the downside to universal basic income would be that they're going to track everything. If they provide the internet, then everyone's gonna. I, I feel it's just gonna be data collecting, like everywhere you turn, anything that you do, because all your devices are gonna be listening to uh, everything from your heartbeat to the command. If you're gonna say, speak to one of your devices to turn on or play music or whatever it is, I, I would say them now, but I don't wanna anger anybody out there. Um, but, you know, like when you speak to the devices, they're not just listening for a keyword and then powering on. Like they're listening nonstop. And if you went back a couple of years and you told everybody, you know what they're going to do? They're going to start having live fed microphones in your living room, in your bedroom, like in your device, the device that you're going to do most of your work on, where you go to the coffee store and plug into their internet, yeah, that's, that's going to basically collect data on you nonstop, everything that you talk about. If you mention, and you can find this, if you mention uh, pizza a bunch of times, cat food, whatever it is, it, they're going to start sending some ads your way. Like... It's odd because if you remember Minority Report, where he goes to the mall, he he surgically uh, changed the retinas in his eyes. And when he went to the mall, they're like speaking and uh, for a Japanese guy. They're saying like, hey, uh, those suits you, you like are on sale because they're scanning the guy's eye. So essentially, your devices are, are going to be so close to that reality that you're... I don't know, the the more that you search a certain key thing, it's going to start to curtail what you see towards that direction. Now, the scary thing is, because if you're not a paranoid person, then you're probably not thinking that it's that big a deal. Well, yeah, it's good. if I like pizza, it's going to tell me about the cool pizza places around. I don't mind that. That's what kind of what I want. Um, the thing is that it, it can be turned and cranked the other way. They can start studying what you are, what you think, what you what you like to eat after a certain activity. Like they're gonna, they they want to have you in such a formula, such a um, a script 
where they can really just tailor everything to your direction. I, I keep harping about pot, but think about like even back then when when the country let's say when the when Washington was just sitting on his porch rolling a blunt. Um, I'm sure they smoke tobacco too, but uh, allegedly they were smoking their own pot. They all had their pot plants. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if back then every, I mean middle class and higher, I am sure that it's not uh, a a poor thing. But anyway, I, I would think that each person would have had their certain plants and then they would share with neighbors and neighbors would share back just like you do with something you baked or some fruit that's growing in your yard i i don't doubt that and back then to tell somebody like you know what we're gonna tax this no there's no way that everybody's i mean they're growing it in their yards no 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 give us time we'll do it And, and happy fakery day and it's worked what do we have today yeah a lot of people are pumping their fists and i i guess it it, i mean it's not the fact that people aren't going to jail for it anymore is such a win but in the end they got their hand in it and that's the thing that they always want what happens when you cheat on your taxes like they want their cut it's just like a mafia. All they want is their cut. If As long as you pay your part of the deal, they'll leave you alone. For the most part. Unless they betray you. But, so, they, they're going to make it where every facet of your life, you have to give them part in. Uh, and then... This is where it starts to sound doom and gloom, okay? Recycling is a scam. And a lot of the green movement is not as bad as what they're trying to make you think. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Hold, hold the phone. What? The environment? I, I don't think that... Um, I'm curious about the rainforest one, the Amazon. I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I have zero knowledge of that. Um, should I do it real time? Amazon forest. And that's another thing. See, my, my conspiratorial mind has tentacles that reach out in so many different directions. Nothing is too far. Um, the 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 other part that is going to sound very doom and gloom is YouTube. YouTube is censoring so much, and oh, oh man, I really hope I can remember from the other audio um, that YouTube group. It's going to drive you nuts if I don't get it on this podcast. Uh, Phil, spill, spill channel was it spill yes spill so the guy uh was it d'angelo wallace look him up i think he did the video at least the one of the ones i 
I was shown. Anyway, so uh, uh, this I talked about on the last audio. It, it seems like YouTube... See, here's the thing. And this is, again, doom and gloom time, guys. Uh, pull up a seat and uh, sit down. The rich people really do think that they run things. They think that they can set the rules, that they can break them. And they do. They, they break the rules. They get away with it. Uh, but sometimes they get caught. And uh, it's funny. I, I'm thinking of the Full House Aunt, Aunt Becky that uh, went to jail for that thing or whatever happened to her. But it's like they even avoid jail. They just throw money in the direction. And then what's with uh, um, um, the the molester that, that hung himself, that in jail it's it's so ridiculous and it's amazing because it seems like you know I've talked about intrusive thoughts before and uh, the idea that you get these really messed up thoughts uh, just to check on your morals and just to see that we're still we're still okay right uh, and that's when you like let's say you're holding a puppy I, when I heard that this is the, was the example you're holding a puppy you're driving and you realize if I drop this puppy out the door it's going to die it's going to snap its neck and then you would never do it but the thought pops in your head and it, it, it's essentially a demon whispering in your ear but th that that that's kind of testing you is the, the idea um, why was I saying that um Intrusive thoughts, um, rich people. So I think that uh, the YouTube thing, Spill, it could even be that because what happened with that apocalypse or whatever it is, like it's it, it really messed a lot of people financially. And these were essentially their employees. They were making a good amount of, of uh revenue off of their videos and then all of a sudden they, they I don't even know what the explanation was and then there's fraud that happens which happened with the guy from Weekly Planet and all that stuff but the what the big one was the one I talked about in the other one where a corporation could just say hey he's got my copyright stuff and for the first two weeks while you fight it you're going to be giving your money to this corporation that flagged your video <clears throat> and so these corporations can easily just have a system where they just flag, I don't know, 15, 20 videos a week, maybe a day, who knows? And they just, can you imagine the amount of money? Like I, I was told this one a really long time ago. When a giant corporation explains to their employees, hey guys, we're really sorry, but your checks are gonna be a little late. Um, there's laws against that, but think about it. And I, I know how crucial it is because I, I worked actually in a, a security company and I worked in their corporate office and my job was to get the checks. If an employee wasn't paid and he told the company they needed that paycheck paid out like within a certain time frame. I don't remember exactly three, five days, maybe less, but 
it, my job was to create these checks to to print them out to approve them make sure that they were right and then send them off and get them their money as soon as possible and uh so paying somebody uh, somebody late I feel is such a scam because if these giant corporations paid everybody one day late, that amount of money sitting in the bank one extra day would gain a really large amount of interest. Um, I might sound like a crazy person with this uh, thought, but I don't know. It just made me think. Um, like think about also, I always felt this one was so strange that when you start a new job, you have to wait a couple of weeks before you get your first paycheck. How that's, uh, I don't know. Again, maybe I sound like a crazy person. Um, but so what was the audio also? Um, John Norris, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, 1340. Um, again, there's, there's definitely Rogan is, is playing the ball with the big guys. He, he knows what to say. He knows how to steer off. I honestly wish that I had the time to sit there and take notes because there's things that are actually WIMP, the website that I'm always mentioning. They have a couple videos. You can probably just search Joe Rogan. There's one where he says a buddy of mine. And then the other one is, it's totally possible. I believe those are the two terms. Well, these people got audio and and video clips where he says that, and they would just like throw in the audio, and they're all aligned. Like it's it's done as a goof, but there's a lot of things that that uh, you can spot. Like I get annoyed with certain things, so that's why I constantly look for patterns and and I pay attention to the most weirdest things but Rogan uses a word that when he was talking to a lot of intellectuals he heard the word and he must have liked it and started using it it's to the point where almost like programming it felt like he was using it every single podcast at least all the ones that I heard and it was um, mitigate the term, the the word mitigate, uh, which is to slow down, to control, to uh, uh, crank down. <clears throat> but he's always using this word, mitigate. And I don't know. I, I don't get this vibe from like Bill Burr or any of the other comedians that I listen to but they're not at the level that rogan is i remember you know what uh yeah see amazon forest fire fakery and there's um there's obviously a bunch of stuff talking about this just like the fires where they're talking everlast was one of the other ones on rogan and mother what is this mother jones the three most viral photos of the Amazon fire are fake. Here are some real ones to share. See, so this seems like cover-up of some other one. Okay, anyway, I'm sure that there's a lot of, to look into that. Um, 
Okay. What was the other one I was going to look for? Um, Joe Rogan. I mentioned Everlast. And you know, in some of the, even some of the audios with Everlast, he's, it seems like he's really tried to control the other thing. Okay. Oh, man, I'm going a mile a minute. Everlast was trying to get to some truth and Rogan, it seems like, was stopping him from leading in certain directions. It's almost like I, I know that he uses humor sometimes. He uses uh, so many tools. Again, I wish I had the time to do like the guy that does uh, Charisma on Demand. Is that what? Command? Demand? Uh, the YouTube channel. Just look up Charisma on and I'm sure that it'll refill or autofill. Um but I wish I could do that and, and point out because there's some that are so fascinating to me. Like when he's on with um, Eddie Bravo or when he's on. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really ready, but I, I had some examples where it seems like he's really trying to push a narrative apart from the left right paradigm that he's always pushing. But so after Everlast, he had. Um, John Norris, it's episode 1340. And he's talking about marijuana that's being grown in the States in illegally. And, but the big thing, and if this is where it starts to feel kind of odd to me, I mean, he works for the state and these grow hops that he finds it are 90, 89 to 90%. It, it's always funny when, they try to be honest and they're they're saying like no we we don't know this we don't know that there's so many factors it's well, i'm not pointing the finger and they're so cautious yet yeah 80 89 to 90% of the marijuana that these people are growing are grown with this pesticide that's very bad for you uh, the pesticide is not uh, Rogan talks about oh that some pesticides dissipate like they evaporate yes but this one actually still stays to the levels that it harms the body okay there there's so many angles that it, it really feels like these two are just crafting a narrative in front of you and so yeah 89 to 90% of the marijuana that these people are growing is contaminated with this pesticide that's really bad for you now it's grown in a remote area so i i mean unless there's a lot of bugs uh, i i would assume that wildlife enjoys marijuana flower just as much as any flower but some of these areas are so remote, so far away that they are like backpacking in, I don't know, pipe to uh, allegedly pipe to veer off a certain amount of water to water these plants. And sometimes they're guarded by guys with machine guns. And I've thought of this because they're even in, I mean, anywhere. Just drive outside of your town in in almost any direction and you'll hit some vacant areas unless you're in a really populated area. Uh, I know here in L.A., like you drive almost uh, 
in any direction outside of town and you you hit just desert or coastline or there there's it, as populated as LA is and as spread out as it is as soon as you like get out of the the hills you're like if you're going to Vegas Palmdale like there's a lot of areas where there's so much just open open uh open land uh what was i saying jeez i lost my trail of thought oh so so yeah people are growing the marijuana out in remote areas they're having to backpack in hundreds and hundreds of feet did he say there were three miles of pipe to do this and then at one point the, this is the whole narrative and this is why it's like he's crafting this whole thing and i i don't know maybe he's truthful but it, it just feels this way based on on how what i observed he's talking about a stream that was damaged that all the fish were killed and so they went out there and they're like what's going on and then they found a grow up because they were uh they pulled the water and that this pesticide landed there and killed all the fish and now there's contaminated water and so he says like yeah sometimes they run this pipe and the water's contaminated the runoff i guess runoff but it 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 sounds so stupid because he's talking about the pipe okay and the w pipe is bringing in fresh water and then they're watering the plants and they're using pesticides so they're damaging the soil underneath the plants but he made it sound like the pipe was carrying pesticide and so they would he would set that with fine canisters of pesticide on the floor as proof that this is the dangerous thing that they're using meanwhile even rogan himself has talked about how marijuana is a weed and it grows if, pretty much anywhere like especially in california he said all these words almost in the exact order i just said and now they're talking about oh you need this much pesticide in a pesticide that's so bad and we got to catch these people we got to stop them it just makes me feel like stop just stop stop lying stop you guys either grow it or you bring it in like this sounds like just an operation to shut down all the people that are trying to get their foot into this industry. Why is it Mike Tyson can start his own thing? Why is it that all the celebrities can invest in, in these type of things? If you had land in areas here in LA, what's to stop you from growing? Like, the, if it's as easy as Rogan has claimed in the past and people that he's brought on and everything, then why would you backpack for miles? You'd backpack dangerous chemicals that are harmful, not only to you, but almost to all living life except this marijuana plant. So, oh, and, and then the other thing that really made me raise an eyebrow was that he's talking about, and uh, so Rogan's like, oh man, so it doesn't evaporate? Uh, so what happens when it when the plants are there? We have to torch them. We have to get rid of them. All this marijuana is 89% contaminated. And what about the soil? The soil, we have to get it out. Uh, we have to uh, collect it and, and get it out of there. It's harmful to the environment. And then he says, whoa, so you got to get all of it? Well, 
we don't normally have the resources to do all it, do you see how that works it's so gross it's like they're they're essentially saying only we can grow this stuff we're gonna shut people down um and i don't know if, if it's just open land then maybe that's one thing Man, the neighbors, one of those uh, outside voice cranked up all the time. And yeah, so when I was listening to John Norris, N-O-R-E-S, it, it just, there's so much of it that just made me um, question it deeper and deeper. And that, yeah, yeah, I was going to add some more stuff, but... Um, and so I, I guess that's full circle my thoughts when I felt that how crazy is it that they can have this oh, Weinstein? What, what is it? Uh, suicide Watch Weinstein? Was that the guy that killed himself? Epstein. Was Esquire magazine. See how the, the top searches are always like the stuff that they approve. Jeffrey Epstein was removed from suicide watch before his death, despite making a prior attempt on his life. <sighs> Jeez, come on. Does anybody believe this? Like, it's crazy because you can find people online that, that hear this and they're like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Like, we're not going to see videos of this guy. Oh, this guy looks like he's in Costa Rica. Like, uh, it's either fake death or he's the fall guy. Like, I, I don't doubt that these, these pyramid people, I, I don't doubt that they do turn on each other because they, they are heartless like that. That's why they're associated with reptiles. They're, they don't have this human connection, this empathy. But I think that kind of allows their their darkness to kind of take over and they probably do. Like uh, Sam Tripley's Tinfoil Hat podcast talk about, talked, oh geez, do I need water again? One sec. Okay, uh, tinfoil hat. I think it was I killed JFK with Jack O'Holloran and Barry Katz. Um, and it, it he paints this narrative, and he allegedly he knows some of these people, but he paints this narrative where Kennedy and them pissed off a bunch of people, and I think here's the thing. We're talking about people, these families that have so much money that like you're not talking about empathic people like you or I, like these people, they wouldn't have a problem paying somebody to kill someone like they're they, And if it's true, then Kennedy stepped in and they did certain changes in the government and they were threatening certain circles to the point where 
it it really does make sense what this guy was talking about where he's saying that they just shut him down they're like no not only are we gonna get rid of you we're gonna get rid of your brother and uh he mentions that there's some footage missing in the uh the pruder is that the thing and the other thing too is that uh and this is kind of what's nice about being into a bunch of spread out information uh i i i know that uh zapruder is it zapruder uh kennedy zapruder see if that comes up oh i spelled the last name right Oh man. Okay. Zapruder film, nineteen sixty three. So supposedly there's some some frames missing, eight frames of footage where the driver turns around and shoots him. Um Tripoli was was watching it. I, I don't think that I have the frame by frame ability here, so probably not gonna happen super slow motion here's a video on super slow motion but anyway um okay let me see it in real time and see if it's true okay he's holding his shoulder shoot no it's very shaky though but it doesn't look like there's footage missing let me go to the super slow mo so he's checking his shoulder and driver turns or passenger turns looks like he's looking directly at the camera and then his head goes off no I can't even see the driver but they all duck down no, I don't think it doesn't feel like there's frames missing. One more time. <clears throat> you could see the passenger um yeah, looking almost directly. And when he turns away, there is a really jerky movement, but wait, is it even the driver that Yeah, they both ducked down. Okay, I bet this is really thrilling. Anyway, I no, I don't think there's footage missing. Yeah, although it's it's I guess it's arguable. But uh so yeah. I remember elementary school. I remember my it's funny because I keep remembering my teacher and realizing that uh how much of a conspiracy theorist uh, I had as a teacher and um, this was one of the things that I, I remember being told well we don't know if we're going to get the truth until you're probably 30 or she said something uh, uh, it was something like that was said and I remember um, thinking like why well, that doesn't even make sense. But look at 9-11. It's like they, you, they just hang back for a little while. 
and then they bring out this narrative and a lot of people listen to it people argue their points and then nothing comes of it that that's kind of the <clears throat> the whole narrative and not only that but it, it gives them time to kind of build this story like this um and here's the thing too that some of these people are are pointed out like when somebody says they're at they were at 9/11 and then they're um they're pointed out to be lying uh, why did i say it like that anyway you get what i'm saying but only some of them others are not it's like i think really think that that's how you see who's in on it like Jared, the subway dude, he must have really pissed some Illuminati higher up off really bad. Like that guy went down hard. Um, yet there's other stuff like, uh, it's funny how I'm throwing these examples. What's his name? The tiger blood dude? Um, that guy he took a hit and recovered fine wasn't robert downey jr wasn't he all into or struggling with drugs and everything which i i don't doubt i think that a lot of celebrities are but my point is that some of them can recover some of them can't and remember i've talked about how i feel rogan is his task is because of his control he's told what to push where because I really think that what's his name um Louis CK again I've never thought that guy was funny uh I I tried him a couple times I even tried a couple of his episodes of his show and it just it doesn't do anything for me anyway I think that in the club like people are screaming out more profanities and trying to get back at him for what he has done and that's why they want to take phones away when they're doing his show. I, I don't think that it's the stealing material thing. But that's how crafty Rogan is in defending these things. Like they they, they probably, I don't know if it comes from the top or they're just sitting there kind of plotting their, their whatever they're going to do. But Rogan was trying to help Roseanne recover. Remember I talked about that? I feel like it's his task. He was told, hey, you figure it out. And so what did he start pushing? Oh, a lot of my friends do, um, what is the, the sleeping pills? And study it, if you like. It's fun. Just like when I tell people, look at the Japanese tsunami and try to find collision like it really feels almost like it's visual software that has collision detection. If you, if you know anything about video games, uh, you you probably get an idea of what I'm trying to say. Uh, there's there's uh, uh, in video games, especially the older ones. There's really no. I, I'm trying to explain this, and because I I went to school for this. Ho oh, ho ho! No, I, I'm not trying to be cocky about it. I, I'm. What I'm saying is, in an a, a animation cell sits over a drawing, so it, it it will never go through the drawing. 
Wow. It's like I'm trying to explain it. I take a step back and then I complicate it even more. Now, with 3D, if you build a bottle and you build a table, there really isn't a surface to that table. The, the 3D surface that you built is transparent. It's essentially like a hologram, like a, the surface is there, the polygon is there, but there's no actual substance to it. So when you put in 3D software, when you grab that bottle and you set it on the table, you can't really set it. When you are moving it down, it'll go through the table. And that's why I'm mentioning animation. With animation, the cell will never go through. So for example, if you want to animate, let's say, I, I'm old, let's say Gumby. You want to animate through cell animation, Gumby lifting up through the table you would have to craft a drawing of Gumby just, I don't know, just like the head and then a little farther and then a little farther and then he's up to his shoulders and then his elbows and then his waist. You're drawing each one of those cells. If it was 3D, you build the Gumby, you build the table and you can just animate point A being the bottom, point B being above the table and you'll it'll just slide right through the table. There was my battery. My battery's low. Okay, so I, I, you're not gonna hear a difference, but I had to go back. I lost my trail of thought, and then I wasn't recording, and then the thing was on. Anyway, so surface detection. That's why I was uh, Japanese raw footage. Look up that video on YouTube and look at it with a different eye. Just really try to observe collision detection in old video games because of what I was explaining where there's polygons and there's points. So the polygons uh, are the surfaces that you see in video games in 3D. I mean, now it's so much more complicated, but I'm, I'm trying to explain it in the easiest way or the way that I was taught or what I know. Anyway, so there's, there's polygons, there's key points this is why when you're doing a like if you're scanning a 3d thing there's little like laser points that you either touch with a pen or the the computer will map out as long as you have like uh, they put the the points also on their suit so if you have at least three cameras you can map out distance off of three axes now, if they're completely um, perpendicular to each other, then you have all the information that you need for animation. Essentially, when you're building the things in 3D, you have a front, a side, and then you have a top view or whatever it is. And then you have a free camera. Uh, at least that's how the software that I used was. And so out of these four screens, you're, you're switching back and forth to build the thing. Now, if you wanted, let's say, to build yourself in 3D or build something that you have, take a, a front a profile, a straight shot, and maybe a shot from the top. Uh, if you want to study like the textures and wrinkles and things, you probably want to do an angled one as well. But anyway, you can actually even use those pictures to map out almost like a sticker over the surface. But the key thing with all of this, and th this is kind of something to know with VR and all the other stuff. With VR, if you reach in too far to a surface, you just go through it. Like old video games, you can also make the camera go into surface where you just see blue. 
that's because the polygons there's no need for a computer to generate information if it's on the back surface so think of anything that you have in front of you if you have a, a computer or a book or whatever now the inside surfaces let's say for example a, a piece of cardboard you know that the inside of the cardboard is also um, cardboard material you don't need to tear it apart to see it but if it was hollow on the inside like if it was all squared and covered and it was hollow apart from the weight you wouldn't really know because the surface the parts that you're looking at are what you're generating the information off of so when you're building something in 3d you're essentially just creating this this surface this hologram that it's gonna how would you say it's just points in space but that those points are mapped out mathematically to create a curve and that just has like a sticker overlaid it there's no content to it so what they did in video games is bones are the things that manipulate those surfaces and when you are moving the bone you're manipulating the mass does that make sense so for example if you pull your arm up you're moving flesh you're wrinkling skin you're doing different manipulations to the flesh but you're just moving the skeleton the the and I, i'm talking about it objectively that not not biologically the way that muscles work jeez i got deep with this one didn't i okay so because there's no content the collision detection is done to the bone so that's why with old video games when you walk up to a wall there you kind of go through the wall a little and then it stops you with the footage if you look at it this, this is a key thing to look at check to see because at any point that a car collides with another surface if you've driven and if you've hit something you know this the you might just tap the side wall of a building and your car will crumble it'll either shatter the taillight or whatever you hit it with really dent your bumper like uh, and especially now because everything has crush points and what was it crush coefficients the term i learned in jury service um but uh crazy story i i working in the elevator trade i was uh, the mechanic that I was working with was backing out and with 2,500 pounds uh, their carts metal carts to test elevators you just roll the weight in and you check to see if it'll handle it essentially anyway um, with 2,500 pounds in the back he backed into another car and he's moving normal speed it's not like he's accelerating he was just backing out probably just in whatever the new the aisle is uh he hit this car and you would have guessed that he was going at least 20 miles an hour and that's because of all that weight that it was moving like think of a i was telling my cousin this the other day think of a train it's pulling so much weight like it's funny now i'm just googling stuff um how long does it take for a train to stop? And I misspelled train. Uh, the average freight train is about one to one and a quarter miles in length, 120 rail cars. Uh, 
When it's moving 55, it can take a mile or more to stop because of so much weight that it's carrying. But we don't, we don't essentially like, uh, it, it's hard to wrap our mind around that. Now, try to apply that to, or, or even 9-11, I'll, I'll touch that one before, before I stop this. Um, so try to find evidence of a car hitting a pole, like study it as a physics expert would try to study. Like, let's say this was a student film that somebody turned in and you want to find flaws in it. Try to find dynamics. Dynamics are, is a term in, in 3D where they explain the natural forces. So it's like smoke, water, uh, fire, that type of thing. Well, uh, dynamics are, are such a bog down on systems that it's very difficult. Like that's why we, you don't see as much fluid. I mean, now it's a whole different thing, but you didn't see as much fluid, fire, smoke, like those were so noticeable to us, to, to the human eye, because we, we know, or I guess we understand how complex it is. And when it starts to look like a pattern, then we spot it immediately. Um, but in this thing, there's water running through and it must have been so much more calculation to figure a 2000 pound car hitting a, uh, just a regular little pole cement pole for a, a rod iron or whatever for fence for fencing, which means that it's probably in the floor, what a foot and a half to two feet. And then it's got a cement base at the bottom. So in other words, that pole's not going anywhere. It, it's just going to bend. Now, rather than it even bending, the car will go around it. It won't smash the fence. Like, it seems that everything has collision detection. Everything is aware of all the other surfaces. Even when the buildings are moving, the buildings, like, slide right off their foundation and move like ships, move like boats. Um, this part is the part that oh so 9-11 I, I was just going to say that it, this part is, is the part that really makes you bummed out that when you see past that veil that, that illusion it's so blatant and then you try to show it to other people and they quickly turn on you it's like i don't know it, it's it's somebody wanting to I, I don't even know i i it's hard to understand but i know that they have so much programming in them that it's hard for them to even comprehend it um but collision detection so on 9 11 you just gotta really uh study just the footage and just see it a couple times and ask yourself if it makes sense uh, because they know how to do these things in Hollywood blockbuster films so they know how that works and they can easily create all the footage that we saw on 9-11 no problem that's why the September clue stuff is so fascinating the study the the, the concise uh, um, really like detail that he went into to find that there was audio clips that were similar in different places around 
Um, but anyway, so when the plane hits, I've explained this before, when the plane hits and it comes out the other end, uh, even beyond, because I, I couldn't get one of my friends to wrap his mind around the... It really does look like he argued that it didn't look, but it does look like the nose comes out the other side of the building. And that just drives thinkers crazy that you can see something and show it to others. And there's always a, well, maybe it's not. Have you ever thought of, no, you sound crazy. Like all these, these things that they are like regurgitating, but okay. So look at the, look at the, the, or just logically think there's a air, there's a plane traveling allegedly 500 miles an hour flying straight at a building. Not to mention that some footage looks like it's at an angle. Others looks like it, it's a down descent and others it's like straight shot. It's so nuts. You know, all this probably, but so when the, the plane hits, the air is not neutralized when that plane hits there's going to be imagine if nascar when when have, have i even seen this in cartoons they'll show like uh i don't know maybe a hitchhiker and then the car flies by so fast that it almost i don't know blows the skirt up uh, on the girl um maybe the guy has to grab his hat and they might like uh, clench their collars because of all the wind that's being left behind. Like there, there's that whole thing. There's a certain space that they say it's it's very dangerous when a train is going by that it could suck you in. I don't know if that's a myth or not, but um, here I've, I've searched other stuff already. Can a train? Pull you in if you stand close. Survey says. Uh, whoa, is this answering it or not? This will be followed by a suction that attempts to pull you into the train. The force that attempts to pull you into the train is similar to the force that lifts an airplane wing. The moving air creates low pressure area that sucks you in. Do not, under any circumstances, stand close to a fast moving train. There you go. Quora. Um, so, okay, so the, the plane is flying by. Now, let's give them, uh, for this scenario, let's give them that it was going 500 miles an hour. When that plane hits that building, I would think that there would be an explosion of desks, tables, people, engines, just a fiery mess of stuff that just flies out the other end. Not to mention that if that plane managed to make it through, or let's say it shattered the walls on both sides and, and uh, at least a tunnel was created, now you have a fuel source. And the thing that fuel, the, the explosion is going to love all this gust of air. So in other words, if what we saw, I, I would think that you would probably see like a torch come out the other end of the building. So you see the plane make impact, nose comes out the other end, it makes a tunnel, desks and everything are flying out, maybe being incinerated, and then 
there's a nice supply of just air and this explosion that create that was created on the other side is now being fed a tunnel of 500 mile an hour air just blasting through that hole try to find evidence of that instead we see that wily coyote thing where the plane hits you see a cloud where the wings are which as soon as the the nose makes impact the wings should have bent and popped off as my understanding is that that's what they were they're meant to do but you can go all day with it but my point is that with a lot of the fakery stuff it's just about putting a little logic in it and it's scary that all they have to do is just complicate it or make it just a little extra work and all these the sleepers all the way up the chain are all just defending it just pushing the narrative and just buying it and and they're fine with it so much this, this is where it starts to feel dark remember how i was say, talking about the men in black thing now you look up men in black and you get the movies they can easily just cover any of this what happened with what is it the guy ah oh man i just searched it earlier the guy that that died um Zapruder. oh man okay anyway so the guy that killed himself i think pizzagate i mean i, I pray that it wasn't but i think that there's some truth to that and so when you talk about emails with the the two brothers like again you know all this if you're into the whole fakery uh thing if those two guys that were supplying the children were caught and it was because of the email and then you tie the clintons into it and then hillary had to be but then what happens when you like you can start pointing out all these things and the sleepers know the other story the story that clouds over this one and that's that there was no russian collusion but uh hillary's emails really did endanger our country blah 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 she should be prosecuted and there's just a debate there which it led to nothing and then the guy they needed a guy a guy what's the pendulette says it like that <clears throat> they needed a guy to to take the fall somebody that we can say oh man that's a good thing we got that pedophile off the streets oh man it's a safer place because of that and meanwhile i'm sure that the child kidnapping stuff hasn't gone down like again i, I keep searching stuff so why not right uh children go missing in america um number uh every year get this what is it 400,000 deaths for vehicle accidents roughly 800,000 children are reported mi missing every year that's 2,000 per day it says on here and google never lies one of those are child stranger abduction cases, blah, blah, blah. So uh, that's the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So it'd be 
oh man, it's just so depressing to look into this kind of stuff. But what if you went and used checked like before Pizzagate, during Pizzagate, and after Pizzagate? I wonder if there really was like a hiccup. Like if somebody were to study uh, the numbers by month, let's say, and then you could see a little graph. Is there a little dip? Because I think a lot of stuff is still going on and they're just that crafty that they can modify it where even Rogan, Rogan the shill was also searching for one of his friends, a comedian. And he was, what is it, blacklisted or whatever he was saying? Uh, ghosted? I don't know what it's called. But anyway, it, it, he they were searching on Twitter for him and straight out typing his name exactly the way it is and it wasn't coming up. They can easily do that. Um, and so it makes you hopeful when you hear something as big as Pizzagate and it going down. But then when you see how they cover it up and how what are you going to do? Are you going to start doing interviews? Are you going to stand off the freeway with the sign saying what you really think happened? Like you're going to get nowhere. We don't have a voice enough to make a difference like Rogan or the, the, the monetary compensation for our work. Like we, we can't do that. So just like I'm always mentioning on here, I'm struggling with time because that's the thing that we all are limited with. But I, I'm sure all of you have something that you could be doing if you weren't at work because we have to be at work. It's a more a necessity thing. But imagine a, a society where everybody's just doing what they enjoy doing. Like nobody would do a, a half-assed job like everything would be done with such passion, with such dedication, which is a thing that uh, Japanese culture has. And I got to say, when I went there, I don't remember ever seeing a uh, elevator door slam. They were all adjusted, the slowdowns, it, no door was ever uh, adjusted sloppily, if that's a word. They were all precise and smooth. Um. And there's a whole thing. There's a saying and a belief and all that stuff. But that's the part that I guess got me into the spiral to record this on. And, and I don't have everything organized, so it's going to be released late. But this uh, it is 9-11 today. Uh, trust me, it is. Um, it's just I the day being the day that it is. It, it's kind of a nice thing to speak out on it, even if it's just into a microphone. Um, but I don't know. It, it really makes you, here's the thing. Let's go doom and gloom even farther. And I guess I'm going to end this after that. Um, so if you don't want to hear the really, really dark speculation part of it, then, then just stop here. There, there, you're not missing much. It's fine. Don't worry. And for those of you that stayed, um, like there's a lot of people listening. Um, I have a friend that suspects or had some sort of belief. I don't know based on what, but that there was like a 
people or like a military force in Mexico that's building up and that it, his in, uh, um, he's kind of in, implying that there would be some sort of military attack on the US coming through Mexico uh, with China um, leading and I know that there's Chinese communities I've been there and I've seen them and they speak Spanish but they're completely separate from everything else they have their own schools and all that stuff uh, communities and things so they don't mix uh, too much with the Mexican culture and I don't know we don't know if that's really true I, I really doubt it a lot of the doom and gloom predictions are nonsense but it makes you wonder and when you start to put everything together like you really could lead yourself into a rabbit hole that's so scary um, and that's the idea that what if that's connected to them faking all these shootings and they want to take your guns away they want to get your machine gun away from you um, the, the, the amendment doesn't mean anything they can just easily start adding things where it's like oh if you have a like that this is the angle that they're pushing and and that's why the carbon tax is so scary they're going to tax life but anyway um they're saying that it's it's a uh what is it a psychological issue in america and i i'm sure i'm sure there is issues out there but i feel that there's a lot of exaggeration because there's a narrative they're trying to push and that's you shouldn't be able to own a gun if and then dot 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 and they're just going to add so many bullet points that essentially it's going to be such a hassle that very few people are going to have guns so if they try to take your guns away they try to take away like the m16s the stuff where you could really take down an army that's invading your country and they make those civilians dumb and fat and they indulge in such a life just like they say that Rome was where it's just like parody on parody like and nothing is is content driven it's all just commentary on commentary uh, am I sounding crazy um but yeah, the places that are messed up around the world got there. They got to that messed up place. So could it be possible that we can have a messed up place here? Um, and when you start to kind of build this Alex Jones narrative, it doesn't seem like the, the farch far-fetchedness of it seems to be less and less the more that you look at the details um, and I guess to lighten it up before I end it um, it could just simply be maybe that's all just there to scare us and to make us argue and, and all of that but maybe they do just want their cut of everything including life like they're they're gonna charge you a carbon tax a, a tax on life because carbon is life 
that, that's if they can accomplish that i mean they they would have tried a water tax but um that's kind of in the air and i really hope it doesn't happen i hope that we don't get to the point where it's gonna cost you just to live not that that's not happening now when you live in the city you unless you're a bum you have to work um but i'm what i'm saying is just for life for existence it'd be a scary thing to be taxed just because you want to i don't know do an activity that emits carbon monoxide into the air a gas that trees love and all of life thrives on um and maybe that that's the end game that that whole just get a little because they're getting 30% of you and then uh you're getting like i it seems like it's always 30% like taxes uh i i should stop shouldn't i um 8 hours 8 hours a day 8 hours at work and then you got to sleep 8 hours and then you have your 8 hours to spend on yourself is that right I don't know. I'm rambling. Um, but yeah, just um, play that. Play that game. Find find the flaws and I don't know. Try some stuff. It's fun. Maybe that's how we should celebrate Fakery Day. Happy 9/11th. What are you gonna watch? Oh, I'm gonna watch all the raw footage of the shootings. That seems like nonsense. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that last year. I'm going to do 9-11 again this year. Oh, a classic. Nice one. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, my cousin asked me last thing if uh, what I think about Trump. And it really makes me feel like like there's guys that talk about oh yeah he's legit he's real he's not connected to any of this stuff i've been talking about how much control and all the stuff that they do and i really doubt that they would allow somebody to get that high up the ranks even if the president position is just um a puppet position like a fake thing even if that it's still hard to believe that they would allow a normal person, uh, somebody that could do something to go up to the top like that. That's really hard to believe. Um, what's the guy? Um, there's a book like that where the guy becomes president. Dangerous, most dangerous superstition. And then I'll end this. Um, the most dangerous superstition Larkin Rose so is it this one or is it let me see I just want to see if this is the oh come on just a little synopsis or something 
Uh, I think it is this one. It, he becomes president, and then he kind of shows everybody how messed up everything is and, and how he got to the top just to prove that to them. Um, it's not real life. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's enough for 9-11. Um, thanks for making it this far if you did. If not, then I'm just talking into a microphone. Um, take care of yourselves. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.